interesting developments now in the recruitment of a couple of American Heritage stars that I know Miami would love to bring on in the class of 2023. You are Locked On Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Alex Dono. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor to allhurricanes.com. And thank you so much on a Saturday for making Locked on Canes your first listen and your first watch today. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. We don't stop on weekends because recruiting doesn't stop on weekends, especially with that uh, the dead period just ending the other day. A uh, very, very interesting update on a pair of American Heritage stars Five-star wide receiver, Brandon Innes, who is an Ohio State verbal commit. And four-star running back, Mark Fletcher, who's a former Ohio State verbal commit, but decommitted last month to reopen his recruitment. So the latest for these players, and I don't know, maybe they'll end up being a package deal somewhere like they were going to be for OSU. Maybe they end up just, you know, each finding their way to a different school. But um, they both have decided to postpone their signing, and their choice of school until February, late National Signing Day, right? Now, you know, potentially maybe someone can convince them to uh, to move their timeline back up. But at this point, they've made it clear, both Innes and Fletcher, that they don't plan to sign anywhere until late National Signing Day. And honestly, uh, I think in both cases, this can potentially be very good news for the University of Miami. In the case of Ohio State with Ennis, where he's still verbally committed, that's not a good sign for OSU, right? Because it shows you that he's not 100% right now and he's exploring other options. Now, I do think a big reason why he's not 100% right now is Ennis, from what I understand, still wants to make sure that Brian Hartline, the wide receivers coach at Ohio State, if he's really staying put there. And he wants to kind of see what the plan is there because obviously Hartline is being brought up for other jobs like the Cincinnati job. He's, you know, he's claimed he pulled himself out of that and he's staying put with Ohio State. But I think I think Ennis still kind of wants to to sit back and see what happens with Hartline because if Hartline were to leave OSU, maybe Ennis would decide this, you know, that's the guy who was my strongest recruiter. I don't want to hold tight to this. Or maybe he might even want to follow Hartline wherever Hartline goes if he does end up leaving Ohio State. So I think that's part of the reason uh, with the, uh, the Ennis thing. But yeah, if I'm Ohio State, obviously you're a little bit worried about that because you want this guy to sign on the dotted line as soon as possible. And if he's not going to do it in December and wants to do it in February, that gives a lot of other schools, Miami included, a chance to sneak in and try and derail his arrival uh, in Columbus, Ohio. Now, in the case of Fletcher, the four-star running back, obviously Miami could really, really use a player like this um, they could use running backs, period. Hurricanes don't currently have any running back committed for this class, and it seems like things have cooled down a bit with Chris Johnson out of Dillard. Uh, so Miami is going to try and heat it up with Fletcher. Now, I think Fletcher allegedly waiting till February. I think that's really good news for Miami because when he decommitted in November from Ohio State, he did it right after an unofficial visit to Florida that reportedly went very well. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people I talked to in Gators recruiting circles thought 
Fletcher was going to announce Florida that very weekend. Like they thought, oh, we've got him in the bag. Here he is. He's coming. Uh, he didn't announce that weekend, hasn't announced yet, and now he doesn't plan on announcing until February. I think that's very good news in a recruitment that is, from everything that I've heard, a Miami versus Florida battle for Mark Fletcher, that those are going to be the final two he decides between. He does have a visit to Florida scheduled uh, next weekend or this coming weekend, uh, the weekend of December 9th. Uh, I, I am expecting him to visit Miami at some point. The Hurricanes, I think, are still trying to lock that down. Uh, and so, you know, at some point between now and February, Mario has a chance to make a very elaborate pitch for him. Now, for both of these players, for Ennis and Fletcher, there is a wild card that we now have to keep our eyes out for. And that wild card is Coach Prime. It's now the worst kept secret in the world that Coach Prime is uh, looking to become the next head coach at Colorado. So Coach Prime in Power Five. Now, I guess like from a Miami sense, you're, you're glad Colorado geographically pretty darn far away from South Florida. At the same time, that's obviously not going to stop Coach Prime from trying to get Florida kids, South Florida kids. But he'll be doing the same. He's going to be trying to recruit, you know, places like California and Texas that are closer geographically to Colorado. There's a lot of great players, of course, in Georgia, Louisiana, along with Florida. So he could end up being a problem for just about anybody. He might poach and cherry pick some top recruits that, you know, a lot of the big programs out there are looking for. Now, in the case of Fletcher and Ennis, they have both admitted that Coach Sanders, Coach Prime, uh, has been in contact with both of them. So these are players that he covets and he would love to bring to Boulder, Colorado with him. Okay, so you obviously have to watch out for that because we know Dion is a dynamic individual and seems like a dynamic recruiter. Um, but at the same time, um, I really have a hard time seeing too many of the top South Florida players really leaving the state to go to Colorado. So I'm not like, I'm not shaken in my boots by the fact that Dion is now at Colorado, but I, I think it, it's going to be exciting to see what coach prime can do at a power five program. Right. Uh, you know, the USF thing, had he taken that job would have been interesting to have him in state. Uh, he's very far away from the state, but still he's got that, power five muscle behind him now so what's coach prime gonna do and is coach prime a threat to take guys like fletcher and ennis as miami would love both of them obviously ohio state florida and others would be vying for both of these players as well so that is something to look out for but yeah all in all i think it's very good news with fletcher not going to be deciding until february that gives miami plenty of time to seal the deal against florida and with Ennis as well, I think it's getting very interesting. And that's probably a pretty good sign that he's not 100% locked in with Ohio State if he wants to take his time with this thing. There's a handful of other players I want to talk about, like Reuben Bain, Joshua Horton, and a name at safety that we probably haven't brought up enough on this show. Keep it locked right here to Locked on Canes. And guys, conference championship games going on, World Cup going on whole lot of basketball being played, college and pro. Make sure you are checking the numbers, checking the odds, and checking all of the information available at BetOnline. BetOnline is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. They've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We are always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. 
Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. Part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. So uh, Ruben Bain, this is someone I dropped a Dono ball for Ruben Bain to Miami on yesterday's show. I'm feeling pretty good and feeling pretty confident about this one. Uh, his uh, perfect season at Miami Central continues. So Miami Central, they beat Lakewood 39-21 to last night in the state semifinals. Uh, I wasn't at the game at Traz Powell, but I, I've heard enough from people who were. Uh, Ruben took up permanent residence in the Lakewood backfield, I was told. He created tons of sacks and tons of TFL. I haven't seen the final stats on it, but uh, I'm expecting uh, Ruben Bain to heavily increase his sack total from 26 to a, a much higher number uh, this season. Uh, and yeah, I think Ruben Bain is going to be a cane. Like momentum has been shifting away from Auburn and more towards Miami. But then you also have to wonder, could someone like Alabama or even Florida State sneak in and, and try to, to snatch him away from the Hurricanes? Like Florida State's been getting a little buzz uh, for him through the course of the season. So are they really in the race or are they not so much in the race? I'm not really sure, but some folks who cover Florida State have told me, like, don't don't sleep on FSU's chances in this one. But I still think Bain is going to end up being a hurricane, uh, a name we've talked about a lot for the past couple of weeks here on Locked on Canes. And I'm going to keep my eye out for for where he decides to play. And I think it's going to be Miami. I strongly you know what? We can drop another Dono ball on this one. Drop a Dono ball for Joshua Horton. Uh, interior defensive lineman from Langston Hughes in Georgia. And Langston Hughes got a big victory last night as well. They beat up Rome. That's Rome, Georgia, not uh, Rome, Italia. Uh, that was in their state semifinal. And, you know, I, I heard uh, from people who were at that game up in, U up in Georgia that Horton played great, and he was very disruptive for that D-line. And that field was loaded with talent because some people have, like, asked me, well, Dono, yeah, you say how good this Joshua Horton looks and you've watched his high school highlights and stuff, but, like, is he playing against, like, tiny schools? Is he playing against farmers? No. <laughs> Langston Hughes, his high school is always loaded with talent, and the team that they played against last night, Rome, uh, is also a very talented squad, like, athletes all over the field, and Horton is having an awesome season uh, I've said it a couple times this week. I don't know how this young man is is only a three-star and not a four-star because he's got the measurables, he's got the stats, and he also has the offers. Now, somebody that I, I'm expecting, and, and Horton, by the way, is a current UNC commit, and he's expected to flip his commitment from North Carolina to Miami. I'm not completely sleeping on Georgia either because I and he's a, a local in-state guy. Uh, you know, I don't know the geography of Georgia that well, but I know his high school is like outside of Atlanta and Athens is not too far from Atlanta. So this is an area guy that you're talking about. And I know UGA also has offered him and are recruiting him. And for what it's worth, he was wearing UGA gloves reportedly in that game last night. So for those who put stock in what kind of like what uh, what sort of because because, you know, and I remember seeing uh, earlier in the high school season, Cormani McLean wearing my and by the way, Cormani, I think, had a couple of interceptions last night for Lakeland. So that was solid as well. And so I remember, you know, around October, Cormani wearing Miami gloves to his Lakeland games and people like, ah, it means nothing. And then yeah, we saw how that one turned out. So, you know, don't sleep on uh, on the choice of gloves and for what it's worth. Joshua Horton was uh, reportedly wearing Georgia gloves last night. But uh, and, and on Horton's recruitment, I can tell you that uh, Miami D-line coach Joe Salavea 
he is up there, or at least was up there last night. I presume he might still be up there today. He was up there in Georgia. He was at that game, and he's trying to seal the deal for Joshua Horton. Like, Coach Salovey is trying to get this one over the finish line. All right? So this is someone Miami has been putting the work in. He visited South Florida uh, back uh, in October when Miami played Duke, had a very good visit by all accounts, and, and Joshua Horton, three-star defensive lineman from Langston Hughes. We've been monitoring him, and uh, I think he's going to end up uh, flipping to Miami. Uh, here's another player to watch out for, a safety that we talked about him, I think, earlier in the season. It's been a minute, but we need to bring him up again. Conrad Hussey. So we know Miami's got a need for safeties. They're losing Avante Williams and Al Blades in the portal. Uh, the only committed safety at this moment is Antoine Jackson from Dillard, who I like a lot. But Conrad Hussey's name keeps coming up. I see a lot of people who are who are in the know with Miami recruiting, they keep bringing up Conrad Hussey, and I'm, I'm hearing the same things. Like, I wanted to do more research on this player because I was watching uh, our guy, uh, D Money. I was watching, like, one of his in-the-bank videos, and he brought up Hussey. I started asking my people about Hussey, and M Miami has never stopped recruiting him, that they've been recruiting him hard. He's actually a Penn State commit, right? So, uh, you know, may maybe Manny Diaz is trying to keep him away <laughs> from Mario Cristobal. Uh, Conrad Hussey, he's a senior at St. Thomas Aquinas, currently verbally committed to Penn State. This is a consensus four-star safety, one of the top-ranked safeties in the class, six foot, 190 pounds. Miami has been recruiting him hard. They're trying to get him in for a visit. Um, so keep your eyes on Conrad Hussey because his name just does not go away. And also it's safety, and this would be a transfer portal, not a class of 2023, but another name to watch is now former Florida State safety Sam McCall, who's in the portal. He hit the transfer portal officially this week. Uh, he's a former high school teammate of Cormani McLean. So do not be surprised if Cormani is recruiting him here behind the scenes. Uh, and listen, with, with McCall, who was actually Florida State's top-rated recruit in the class of 2022, and he already wants out of Florida State, like, I don't know if that says more about Florida State or if it says more about McCall. So I just hope he's not a diva, okay? Because there was clearly some drama with him not being happy about his playing time at Florida State. At least that's the way it looks from the outside looking in because I don't know his side of the story. I've not heard it. But, you know, obviously this is one of those guys, as you do with any recruit or any transfer portal guy, you have to vet them tirelessly. OK, because we know Cristobal, he's trying to overhaul that culture like he's trying to to nudge players out or force players out that aren't hard workers and aren't buying in. So if you're going to be nudging out, you know, 35, 40 guys who aren't buying in, you need to make sure the guys that you bring in are not going to create the same problem. So anyone you're thinking about bringing in through the portal, you have to vet them carefully to make sure they're not going to present some of the same character question marks that the players they're replacing were setting you got me so do your I, I don't want to make it sound like I'm slandering this young man because I don't know him personally I don't know anything about the situation I just know he's leaving Florida State and it sounds like it had something to do with playing time as a true freshman so just be sure just be sure you know what you're getting here and I know he's an incredible athlete so you know just strictly going by talent I would love to have him at the University of Miami all right uh, definitely be keeping an eye in the transfer portal on wide receiver Dante Thornton, who's an Oregon Duck, well, former Oregon Duck. He's entering the transfer portal. He's in the portal. This is a wide receiver that 
Mario Cristobal recruited. He was part of Cristobal's class of 2021 in Eugene. He's already heard, he said, from numerous Miami players. So that's always a good sign because sometimes, sometimes your best recruiters aren't the guys who are getting paid to recruit, but the guys who play for the team. Like those could be the best recruiters. So Thornton has already heard from several Miami players, he says. Uh, now, Cristobal, keep in mind, is not allowed to talk to him until Monday. That's when the transfer portal officially opens. So they cannot be having any conversations until then. But if Thornton's already feeling love from some players and he's hopefully going to be chatting with Coach in a couple of days, that would be great. He was the seventh-ranked wide receiver in the class of 2021. So that was a big get by Mario at Oregon. He's six foot five, about 185 pounds. So he's, you know, probably needs to add maybe a little bit more girth, but he's got the height and he's got the hands and he's got the speed. Very, very fast player. So I would love to see Miami bring in Dante Thornton in the transfer portal class. And then the last thing I'll leave you with definitely keep an eye on this tonight. I don't have a good read on what he's going to decide. I don't, but a player to look out for. Uh, we, we talked about him a couple months ago, haven't talked about him a lot. Marcellus Pulliam. He's a three-star linebacker, uh, but, you know, another like a high-level three-star. I've been assured this player is, is good. He's from Sandy Creek High School in Tyrone, Georgia. And Marcellus Pulliam is going to be announcing his destination tonight, Saturday night at around 7 p.m. Um, he is going to be choosing between Auburn, Georgia Tech, Mississippi State, Miami, and Louisville. Um, so I don't know. I mean, Miami having a hat on the table, they've surprised us before, right? Because I, uh, during the Cormani McLean announcement, I was at Epcot <laughs> because I didn't expect him to pick Miami. Otherwise I would have told my wife and my kid, I'm staying at the hotel. You guys ride spaceship earth without me. Okay. But I, I wasn't expecting Cormani to put on the Miami hat. He did. I'm, I'm not necessarily expecting Marcellus Pulliam to put on the Miami hat. Most of the momentum has been for the Auburn Tigers. Uh, which it's a little bit of a wild card because Auburn just, you know, changed up their coaching staff. Hugh Freeze just uh, came in within the past week, within the past few days to become their head coach. So I don't, I don't know if that has really affected his recruitment, but most of the signs for Pulliam have been pointing to Auburn and very few of the signs have been pointing to Miami, but stranger things have happened. And anytime you got someone announcing who's got a Miami hat on the table, I want to alert you that linebacker Marcellus Pulliam is announcing tonight. And, you know, I'll never say Miami doesn't have a shot. So we will see. We will see if he ends up becoming a Kane. All right, huge shout out and thank you guys. And, hey, you know, for the next couple of days, even though it's the weekend, if Miami does get a, a commit or a big commit or a big flip or a big portal, well, that really can't happen until Monday anyway. But if, if anything big happens the next couple of days, we're going to try to put out like a quick emergency episode. So bear with us and expect content on this channel. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. Part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.